This episode is powered by Flex Chargers. Hey everyone, it's officially legit. Episode 23, the Michael Jordan episode. We're out Whoa. here. Wow. Yeah, that makes sense because, you know, I've been reading up a lot on like <laughs> basketball and stuff. So I'm ready. Let's do this. I also, side note, uh, I feel like we do not give enough credit to Michael Jordan for his superb acting in Space Jam. Like, I'm being completely serious. He's a no, sh- 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 you have to remember that he is a basketball player, not an actor. But he, the whole time, almost the whole movie, he was like acting with people that weren't actually there, CGI characters. He okay, played himself. Funny. He played himself. Michael okay, Jordan, no, Michael Jordan was, so, was so prideful that he acted like nobody was there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just go into our intros. So this is Kat, AKA Fergie Friday was two days ago. So I'm up in the gym, just working on my fitness. AKA, if I was a Super Bowl snack, I'd be buffalo chicken dip because you think you'll be satisfied with a little bit of me, but you keep coming back to me, keep coming back. And then you realize you just can't get enough. Plus I have a bit of kick. AKA, I found a recipe for edible Tide Pods and I may or may not be looking for someone to try them with me. Well, let me know. AKA, officially got my Mario Kart combination down. Cat Peach is coming for you. AKA, Filipina Colada. <laughs> you already know, it's your boy Wilson. AKA, don't you dare give me your review on that Justin Timberlake album unless you actually listen to it in the woods. AKA, if we end up in an Uber pool together, don't talk to me if I have my headphones on. Chances are that I'm too busy listening to the goats. Yeah, that's us. AKA, just dropped the greatest hip hop festival lineup of all time. We came a long way from 2015 lineup. I was different back then. I actually answered people's texts. AKA, I'll make you rage quit on Dragon Ball Fighter. So make sure you talk to me nice and don't talk to me at all. A little bit of aggression is still there. I think that you should you should leave in you laughing. But that's the opposite of tough. I know. Wilson it just sounds really me, funny. Wilson told me that I was supposed to sound tough when I said, "Yeah, that's a practice." Didn't I practice before we started? You did. You practiced. You choreographed it like ten times. I don't know what happened. Um, I forgot what I was supposed to say. <laughs> I'd be such a bad actor, so that's even more evidence to the skill that Michael Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) Going back to your intro, though, like you said that you would be a buffalo chicken dip. Yeah, (laughs) for a Super Bowl snack. Yeah, so I think um, you know Super Bowl. One of my favorite things about the Super Bowl, obviously, favorite things. Just gonna run through them really quick. Uh, Halftime show, the the commercials, and the biggest thing is the snacks, all the food. Oh, any sporting event food is just the best. Like, I think I think I would be uh, fried macaroni balls. Dang, that's good. What kind of Super Bowl party are you going to that you're getting I'm macaroni cheese you know balls? The fried macaroni and cheese balls. You know what I mean? That's me. I'm Why? universally loved. Universally loved. Wow. I mean, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
Um, so it is Super Bowl weekend. We're gonna we're gonna watch the Super Bowl <laughs> today, right? Are you going to any Super Bowl parties today? Um, I don't know. I'm undecided yet. You know, gotta keep, gotta stay a little low key this week because after we announce the lineup, it's like we're rock stars. You know what I'm saying? But like, <laughs> I, I might just kick it at home. I don't know. Wow. Okay. Um, I am going to Mike and Jasmine's with Matt, and we got cupcakes. We got a shrimp platter. We got sangria. I think they're making chicken wings. It's gonna be great. No, I'm not gonna lie. Um, it's like every time, every time you tell me that you're gonna go over there, you always tell me about all this good food that you're gonna have over there. Oh yeah, yeah, it's always great. Like um, during the American Horror Story <clears throat> finale, we had um, we had sloppy joes. And cupcakes and fries. And Sloppy Joe's was because um, it was a show reference. And then during the hurricane, we had steaks and mashed potatoes. And like, we kind of felt bad because everyone else didn't even have power, but we were able to cook steaks. Um, and there's another time we had like burgers and like they like put a hole in each burger and like filled it with fries and then poured cheese over it. <laughs> So, always a good meal there. And we're going to play Mario Kart, probably. So Get your practice in, because I'm coming for you next week. Um, I said Cat Peach is coming for you and everyone. I, you're you're going to be wishing that it was today when I play you, before I played you. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got, like, first place in a race once. Oh. <laughs> It was like yesterday, so um, you know. Anyways, um, are you gonna ask me how my week was? Yeah, how was your week? I thought we were already talking. No, I had other stuff going on this week. Duh. Um, so one of the big things that happened this week was on Instagram, I got. You know, like when you're on Facebook or whatever social media, you'll from the time to time get these friend requests from like women that are really scantily clad and like really interested in you for some reason. And they're obviously fake. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got 31 new followers just like that on Instagram in one night. And then like on, on, on their pictures, it'll be like, if you want to lose weight, click on this link. <laughs> yeah, it, or it'll say something like, "Want to have some fun?" Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, did not click on any of the links, but I did not block them. <laughs> I figured they'd probably just leave on their own, but yeah, I think it's because um I started that's following Quint. Huh? What do you think? I'm going on those funny sites, cat. No, I didn't even do that. <laughs> I started following um. So I was listening to this other podcast called Yeah, But Still, and it's really funny. And I started following the two hosts and Quinta, uh, Quinta B, who used to be on BuzzFeed. Have you heard of her? I think she still is on BuzzFeed, but yeah. Not anymore. I learned that from the podcast. But um, <laughs> I started following all three of them, and I started getting all of these follower, follow, new followers. And I'm, I'm thinking it's because of Quinta, because she's... I think the most famous one, so people probably get a lot of spam after you follow someone like big, you know. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so felt pretty popular that night. Um, then Tuesday, it was 
we unveiled a new logo at work for Preserve the Berg, which is the like St. Pete's preservation um, organization. They help um, preserve like the culture of St. Pete and like historic buildings and stuff. So we they changed their name to Preserve the Berg, and like I designed the new logo for it. And the Tuesday was their 40th anniversary because they were first established in 1977. And so like they announced this new rebrand and there's like, <clears throat> there are like cocktails and stuff and it was like a nice night. Um, but I also, it was also really scary because there were like 200 people, I think, at the event. And at, as they were about to reveal the new logo, I was like, oh my God, this is terrifying. Because I've never people. been- yeah, I mean, I've never been in a situation where like my work for something has been like revealed to that many people for the first time and like seeing their re raw reaction. I don't know. I was like, I felt like I'm gonna throw up. I was like, what if they all hate it and they start like booing or something? <laughs> they throw like tomatoes at me. That didn't happen. But um, yeah, I was like, man, this is not usually how um, logo reveals go for me, at least. Um, but it went well, I think. <laughs> I mean, did anybody throw any tomatoes? No one threw any tomatoes, so that's good. At the, first, it was kind of people clap. The people clap. At first, it was kind of quiet, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> but uh, no, they eventually clapped. Um, PB handed out stickers with the new logo, and everyone was like really happy with the stickers. That's what I've learned. So the people in this organization right now, um, they're typically like on the older side. Um, and they're trying to get more like people our age to join and stuff, but um. But I realized that night that everyone of all ages likes free stickers. Oh, for sure. For sure. Everyone. Like, it does not matter how old you are. If you give them a free sticker for something, they will gladly take one or two. They're all, they're all like, oh, can I take another one? I'm like, yeah. So um, that was cool. And um, went to Sam's Club yesterday because, you know. Wow. Um, on, you, you went to a rare Sam's Club that's still open. Actually, yeah, they're not very many, but um, yeah. <laughs> I also um had some rum from the Philippines with my coworkers. We listen to how delicious this drink is um, that we made, concocted at work on Friday. We took a shot of rum, put, added pineapple juice, lemon Lacroix for some fizz. And then added a dollop of peach mango sherbet. That sounds that sounds that sounds a little intrusive. Intrusive? What do you mean intrusive? It sounds a little intrusive. It's not like it's too much going off in my stomach. I mean, okay, it was really sweet, but it was really I pretty. I don't, I don't know and... if intrusive is the right word, but you know. Whatever, I'm sure you would enjoy it if you had some. But um, yeah, I brought some rum over from the Philippines. It's kind of like a Christmas gift in my office. And we finally were able to have, we had some time to actually try it out. And it was good. I got kind of buzz, not gonna lie, but. Um, hey, shout out to Buzzcat. Yeah, shout out to me being buzzed. <laughs> um, yeah, other than going to Sam's Club, I feel like that was pretty much my week. Um, oh, however, I did get the time off approved for a bunch of things coming up, such as Okeechobee Music Festival in March and Rolling Loud in May. And I think yeah. that's a good transition to Wilson's week. 
That had a pretty cool week. It had a pretty cool week. <laughs> pretty cool week. It had a pretty cool. So, <laughs> um, had to had to make a little disclaimer when when we talked about last week about the Rolling Loud lineup, we hadn't dropped it yet, right? Um, yeah. Also, I was very safe. I was being very safe based off of the potential of certain people getting off the lineup and things like mm-hmm. that. So I didn't say much because I, at the time, we were still trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, just trying to lock everything in. Um, but things worked in our favor. Things worked in our favor. So let me give you a rundown because this week was hectic. Um, we announced on Wednesday, right? We went on sale on Friday. Um, but that time period between Monday through Wednesday was hell. It was hell. Like, talking about, like, 16-hour days in the office, like, um, just trying to get everything locked in. But it worked out. It worked out. Um, so I'll give you guys a, a quick overview. Um, if you haven't seen our lineup, uh, headline is J. Cole, Travis Scott, a future. Um, uh, underneath, it'll be Little Uzi, N.E.R.D., Young Thug. Uh, Tory Lanez, Russ, The Diplomats, uh, Migos, Wiz Khalifa, Cardi B, Gucci Mane, Kevin Gates, Little Pump, Post Malone, Little Wayne, Tony One Savage, Rick Ross, Juicy J, Little Yachty, and then a whole bunch of other people. Um, I think it's like over 100 artists, something like that. Over 100 artists, three stages, um, split into three days. Uh, this was, it was a big deal. It was a big deal for us. Um, I... It's hard for me because I'm biased, right? For me to say how I feel about the lineup, because like I, you know, I'm working on it as well as working on the previous ones, I obviously feel like it's a good lineup. But what do you think, Kat, compared to our previous years? Um, so I think it's a solid lineup. I don't understand why people are complaining that um, last year's lineup was so much better than this year's because okay, you don't have Kendrick, but like. Okay, but then there's so many people from last year's lineup that are on here, plus so much more, including like kind of um, like the ones who aren't necessarily like really, really new, like with Cleef and Rick Ross and um, NERD. And like you have so many people that like have been around for a long time. I feel like you're going to get fans of um, – who maybe didn't know who Lil Pump was, but it was like really into his Khalifa and they're like, they're gonna go to Rolling Loud now. So, um, I don't know, I think it's awesome. And, oh, and Juvenile is there, so obviously, yeah. Yeah, the, <laughs> the potential, the potential of, of making a, a viral video with Juvenile there is pretty, it's pretty intense. Yes. Um, I do have a question about tickets. Are ticket yeah, prices sure. are ticket prices gonna continue to go up? Well, all right. So, like like every festival, um, it 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 will it will depending on when you get it. So, um, right now we have our cheapest ticket out. Right, we have our cheapest ticket out, um, and we plan on having ninety um, percent of the tickets at that price. 90 percent of the tickets at that price. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, before we go up uh but obviously when we go up is going to be like when we're almost sold out when what was sold out when we when we are almost sold out like oh, okay. sold out. yeah is that is that different from last year's no that's that's how it was every year 
like a majority of the tickets are at the price that they are when we come out and then we just tear up based off of how much is left okay yeah so i was even though last week you probably heard about how like reading all those comments was stressing me out still continued reading the comments because i don't know what's wrong with me i'm a I have to, I guess I'm some sort of, um, what's it called when, like, you, a maskist. I right, can't help right. it. I just have to read the comments. I don't know. I saw people saying, like, man, like, it's $400 now. I feel like it was, like, 250 last last year stuff. So, I don't know. I was so, like, oh. a big A big thing, a big thing that, like, people don't um, necessarily get is, like, uh, we, we established pricing based off of like how much we spend on the acts you know what i mean and how much we're spending on the venue like we're not doing a park anymore we're, we're doing it at a stadium you know what i mean like mm-hmm. where we could fit more people uh, essentially we can do more things like get like carnival rides and installations and like more art stuff and we could get more vendors more food places like we could do so much more there it's just that people like obviously don't they don't get that you know what i mean um they don't they, yeah. they don't they don't see that side of things and yeah i heard that um it seemed or it seems like you're you want to grow the festival obviously um and last year you had forty thousand, and you're expected to be more than forty thousand this year yeah for sure definitely that that's another plus side of like being in the stadium like we can we can do a lot more you know what i mean yeah, that makes sense. You know, you need more room for more people. You want to have more entertainment and you want to have more artists and bigger artists. And I, it does seem like there's more this year. Yeah. So, like, you know, uh, last year when, you know, after the festival, like, it was cool. Kendrick was a big headliner. People don't realize that when we announced the lineup and people saw Kendrick, people were giving the same complaints they're giving now. Like... Damn, Kendrick's not even because Damn had hadn't come out yet, right? Mm-hmm. Like, people were like, "Damn, is is Kendrick even dropping new music? Like, he hasn't dropped anything in over a year." You know what I mean? Like, people were giving the same complaints. So, I mean, without me actually saying what it is, just know that we book everybody, knowing that things are gonna things are gonna happen before that, before May. Oh, cool. We stay ahead of the curve. Yeah, we stay ahead of the curve. You know, officially legit exclusive. Officially exclusive. Can that be the name of the episode? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So, did your did everything go smoothly after the crazy Wednesday? So, so yeah. Let me just say this. Um, Wiz Khalifa and Nerd were no bullshit. They were like no bullshit. They were like literally last minute, last minute add-ons. Like. Like, we had, you know, I'm not going to say who it was because it doesn't matter anymore, but we had two different artists in those slots. And um, because of, you know, some politic stupid reason, um, we had to pull them off. And, like, those are big slots to fill. Those are headlining slots. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. a, a different stage headlining slots. And, um, like, yeah, that kind of just happened. And it worked in our favor, to be honest, because I feel like we should have booked Wiz Khalifa a long time ago. Right. Yeah, um, I agree. And also, uh, NERD, uh, they fuck with us. Like they fuck with us, so like it, it, it worked out. Worked out in our favor. Um, but uh, 
another thing is like um we also didn't really have like um how do i say it we didn't have uh like the artwork done until like maybe a couple days before you know what i mean and artwork you mean the flyer right yeah yeah and like kind of keep in mind that once the flyer is done we have to send it to every artist to get it approved oh my you know god I mean? that sounds like a nightmare yeah it definitely was it definitely was um but it, it worked out it worked out everything, so, everything came out well so what happens if like all right you're sending the flyer to every artist mm -hmm. on that lineup and how many artists did you say were there it's like 100 100 people what if like you're on 99 and the last person's like no i this is not this is not look good to me you need a change like and they suggest a huge significant change that will derail <laughs> your timeline yeah well it depends it depends on who it is if it's like if it's like somebody um I don't want to say a nobody, but like somebody that's not uh, in the top few lines, that it's not like not a concern per se. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's not a concern because they they sort of need they sort of need the, the they need the building. You know what I mean? They need the building. They need to be on the lineup and stuff. So it's not a, it's not a problem. But if it's somebody above the first like in the first few lines of every day, um, then we kind of gotta we gotta take into consideration of what they need. You know what I mean? Like if they say, "Hey, I'm bigger than this person," then we do the numbers, and if they're not, then fuck them. You know what I mean? Oh, so bigger as in like my name needs to be bigger on the flyer, or or why is this person in front of me? Sort of thing. Oh my god! See, how do you even establish who goes the first the, the I guess the first draft of the order? Because I've always thought about that. Like, how do you? Can't you just do alphabetical order? <laughs> Oh, all right. So essentially, that that was the like back in December. That was like the first idea. That would have been that would have been the best idea, right? Mm -hmm. It's just to have the three headliners on top and have everybody else in alphabetical order. Yeah, right. That, that would have been the best thing. But again, you know, oh, certain people didn't like that, and we couldn't do it. Wow. Do it. I mean, it's but. Just but giving okay, hearing think, about how many rounds of revisions a flyer would have to go to and like all the li different levels of approval yeah oh my god that's just giving me anxiety just thinking about yeah. that yeah but like um it's because this is like a rap festival like i'm sure um it's a lot easier for like a festival like ultra where it's like a bunch of djs right a bunch of djs and like most of the time they don't even put their name they put like logos right it's like oh, yeah. on our flyer. So like it, it's easier for them to like maneuver and plug in place. But like when you have a bunch of rappers who all think that they're like rock stars and like you know what I mean, they deserve to be on the top sort of thing. It's it's a little difficult. A little difficult. Wow. So um the But, but yep, once but. once sorry, sorry. Once we announced, once we announced, um it was crazy. It was it was kind of crazy the reaction we got. Like we were instantly like number one trending in the United States. Like um, on Twitter, uh, we eventually ended up being um, trending worldwide. But like it was just it was just interesting to see um, people's reaction because 
you know, you, you know what everybody's initial reaction was. Was, um, damn, you guys booked Rust? Yes. Okay. So I was like, who is this Rust person and why does everyone hate him? And I realized later on, I realized later on that I did hear, I have heard of a Rust song before. Um, I don't like it. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I just, I was just surprised at how much hate that he got. But I guess I was also surprised at how high he was up on the flyer. But then I was also surprised again, seeing how many listens, like he has like over a over hundred million plays on each song on Spotify. So I was like, okay, I guess this guy's really popular. He's the number three or four most listened to rapper on Spotify last year. Um, I think Lux is like crying or something. <laughs> Sorry, that's why I keep looking back. But anyways, um, yeah, every comment was like, <laughs> every night comment was like, wow, Russ, or like, let's switch up, swap out Russ with this other person. Everything, no one, it seems like no one likes, I never saw any like, Comment of support. So, 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 so this is the thing, right? Um, I'm, I'm gonna give you a little backstory. I um, I booked Russ back in 2016. Uh, I did, I had a warehouse concert. So it's your fault. Hold kidding. on, hold on. <laughs> in, 2000, in 2016, I booked Russ in, in a warehouse in uh, no, it was 2015. My bad, 2015. In um, back when MF Arch was open. Mm, oh. Um, yeah. Oh, R.I.P. Yeah, um, it was like the first hip hop show there, and I had you know it was the day before we did take off landing in Tampa, and um, it was you know Russ was a headliner. This was like early in the game. We got him for really cheap, right? Um, the, like my team and I. Um, I just remember, uh, like he was a humble dude. You know what I mean? A humble dude. Mm -hmm. He didn't he didn't charge as much. He kind of just wanted his hotel and his flight paid for. Um, you know, really humble dude. So. Uh, time went on. I saw that he started blowing up, right? And um, I could tell. I could tell that like there's a certain kind of crowd that he attracts. He attracts like the, the clean cut, like I don't do drugs kind of crowd, right? Straight edge. Like a straight edge crowd, yeah. But he sells tickets though. It's crazy. Like he sold out. Like many like like big rooms in florida like he did like the rich size rooms like last year he sold out the whole the whole tour maybe maybe it's because he has a man bun <laughs> maybe that's why people hate no, him people hate him because he denounces zan zan rap you know what i mean xanax rap yeah yeah like popping pillies i think he wore he, he wore a shirt that made people mad so like Stop basically to stop using Zans or whatever, and it made people so mad because he he started going on a rant about Zans right after Little Peep died, and oh. um, it made people just really pissed off. And ever since then, like, oh, I've seen this picture before. I didn't realize that he was like a famous person. So yeah. it, the T-shirt that he's he wears is wearing in this picture says, "How much Zans and lean do you have to do before you realize you're a fucking loser?" Right. Then yeah. that was that was right after Little Peep died. You know what oh. I mean? Oh, that's, yeah. kinda, that's right, like, right, 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 right. So so but here's here's my take on it. Here's my take on it. I really do feel like this whole everybody hates Russ thing is sort of like Russ's image. Like 
Okay. You see what I'm saying? All right. He he is very well aware of all the comments, right? Yeah. Of all the comments. And yet he still hasn't pulled off. And it's because he knows. He knows that this is his image. And he also knows that his fan base is still going to be at Rolling Loud Strong. He's True. a very dedicated fan base. A lot of well, them even travel with him. I mean, the one, it's like interesting because yeah, we were talking about this. I realized this after our discussion about like um, drug, druggy rappers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there's a difference between, um, or there, there's a, like a borderline between the rappers now that talk about Xanax all the time and then the rappers like, like Lil Wayne, who would talk about drinking lean and stuff all the time. Like, I don't, I don't see Russ getting away with like calling Lil Wayne a loser. You know what I mean? Like, For sure. but I feel like with these newer rappers, I think it's reached a tipping point with, um, with Lil Peep dying because I like Lil Xan was like talking about how he's not going to do Xanax anymore, even though that's his name. And like, it's seen well, he and then, his name actually. It's yeah. Now. What is it now? Diego. Oh, I mean, that's a cool name too. And then um, didn't Lil Pump say that he wasn't going to do drugs anymore either? Yeah, I don't believe that. I don't know if that's true, but still, I think maybe like people are being more critical about um, drug use now because of of that someone actually died. But um, so. Yeah, I mean, Uzi said that he was going to stop it. Apparently, the last of the week. Oh. <laughs> um. So maybe you know. We'll see how if like Russ is right in the in the end all along. I don't know. I, don't but I still know. I, but, I still don't really know his music, and I just know that one song. So yeah, you know, like I I, I don't have a problem with him. Like he's not he I, honestly when when I first saw the the initial hate, right? I thought of it as an internet trend. Like I, there's people that don't know why they're mad at Russ that are mad at him. You know what I mean? Like like they mm. just see other people trolling him. See, you weren't you weren't on Twitter when this was really hot, but like there, that happened to Wale one time. Like people were so mad at Wale. Yeah, right. People used to hate on Wale so much, and nobody knew why. People forgot why they hated Wale. <laughs> people forgot why they hated Wale. It was just it was just, and the hating Wale became an internet meme. That's kind of what's happening with Russ. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, he'll probably just keep making music that his fans will like, and then it'll eventually fade away, and they'll find someone else to hate on. If I know know the rough situation well, what I feel like he's going to do is he's going to print out a shirt with, like, a tweet of hate. Of, of him, of him, like, 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 oh, why, why is why is Russ performing at Rolling Loud? He's going to print out a shirt saying that, <laughs> even, and like, even my my. Okay, so I follow this page um, called Mind If I Wild Out, <laughs> and he's just like posts. He's just like kind of posts funny stuff all the time, and he actually posted about Rolling Loud, and he like photoshopped the flyer. So that it was the headliner was him and Obama playing Guitar Hero together, and in the comments, people were like, "Okay, yeah, but Russ is still there, so I'm not going." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, the Russ hate is real. Well, let me just say, um, it's Russ being on the lineup is is counter affecting what people are thinking. Like, it's actually helping, not hurting. You know. Okay. Well, you would know. You definitely. But know more about that than me. But I'm just excited to 
Have a good time. It's gonna be so much fun. Let me ask you before I go forward past what happened on Wednesday. When yeah. you saw the lineup, um, what first stuck out to you? What who is somebody that? All right, tell me somebody every day that you're excited to see. Um, I'm on a serious note, juvenile. Like <laughs> over NERD, huh? Over NERD. Yeah, I don't okay. know. I just well, no, because this is my thinking. Like when back that ass up is gonna come on, I just know that it's gonna be so much fun. Like everyone in the crowd, just it's gonna be probably the most fun. Like every, I mean. Obviously, I'm excited to see like Juicy J and Gucci Mane and Cardi B and Mikos and like Lucifer and all those other people. But like, I just know that the air is gonna be like, uh, there's gonna be electricity in the air when they perform that song. Like, all right, no on the first day, you're excited to see Juvenile. Yes. All right, what about on the Saturday? That's the first day. I mean, I, oh yeah, you, you would. <laughs> um, Saturday. Hmm. There's a there's a a, a few. Like, um, Princess Nokia, I'm pretty excited to see her. Thank you for, for booking her. You're welcome. Excited. Um, I've seen Ms. Cleveland before, but I'm still excited to see him. Um, Cardi B, I already said that, and Gucci Mane. Um, Travis Scott, finally. I'm so excited to see him finally. But actually, I probably, I will have already seen him live. Nokia Chobi, though. So. <laughs> and someone I'm excited who I've never seen before is... Um, Jid, is that how you say it? Or is it J-I-D? J-I-D. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, Fetty Wap, too, because I was supposed to see him many years ago and it just ne never happened. Um, and Metro you should, Boomin. You should be excited to see Metro Boomin. That's all I'm going to say. You should be excited very, to see Metro Boomin. I am very excited. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. And then for Sunday, um... See, I mean the whole first and second, uh, for future and the whole first row. Um, Suicide Boys too, and there are probably a couple more in there, but I'm excited to see Suicide Boys. Yeah, Suicide mm -hmm. Boys will be excited. Mm -hmm. This is gonna be a crazy show. Like I, I'm, I'm looking at this and like, yo, oh wait, I, so. <laughs> In last week's episode, we had to edit out the Rick Ross part. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we did because we weren't sure if Rick Ross was going to still be on the lineup because things were not finalized and everything, blah, blah, blah. But I had done a spot on Rick Ross grunt imp impression, and well, I feel like it. I have to do it now. Let's hear it. No, no, there's too much pressure. <laughs> I should have just done it. No, oh, that was not good. It has to be more like, it has to be more like in the throat, like. Oh, that was good. That was good. <laughs> wow. All right. I was satisfied with that one. I think that was actually better than than last week's. Can you can you do a Rick Ross run? No, no, no. I'm not even gonna try. You say no to <laughs> drugs. Juicy J can't. Is, 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 cool. is Russ and Juicy J gonna like fight each other? Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh man. Um, so for for me. For me, right, I'm most excited about the Diplomats. Anybody that knows me would know just how much of a Dipset nerd I am. Um, that was your screen name on AIM. Yeah, on AIM. It was a dip yeah. 
Dipset inspired screen name. Have you ever worked with yeah. them before? Or is this your no, first time? No, this is my first time. This is like sort of like a, a childhood dream come true. You know what I mean? A childhood dream come true. Um, I used to pretend like I was part of them. <laughs> I used to like dress like them, wear the bandana and everything. Like I used wow. to, it was so years later, full circle, like here we are. Um, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a good look. So that's who I'm excited for on Friday. Um, I'm very, 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 very excited to see um, Nav on Saturday. <laughs> I'm so excited to see Nav. You have Is no this idea. just like your Spotify come to life? Listen, I love Nav. <laughs> like, uh, Nav is so dope. And you never know with Nav being there, and also we put Belly and like you never know. You might what are see, you saying? You, you Officially see, exclusive. You, you you might see another EXO member pop up. You never know. You never know. Um, and then on Sunday, I'm always excited to see Post Malone. So I'll be excited to see him again. Did you see that tweet about Post Malone that was like, someone told me that Post Malone's eyebrows, look, uh, Post Malone's mustache <laughs> looks like two dogs kissing each other? And ever since that, I can't see you know, anything else. It really does look like that. <laughs> right now, if you are at a computer or on a phone, type in Post Malone and like just examine his mustache. It looks like two dogs kissing each other. Yeah, it's crazy. So, um, he is aware. Do you think he, he does it on purpose? This is part of his image, probably. Part of his image, his um, aesthetic that made me so aesthetic. mad that you said that. What that made me so mad that okay, so a long time ago, I was talking about how I felt bad for making fun of Postman's look because <laughs> it was very interesting. Um, and then Wilson was like, Oh, you know, that's just his aesthetic. I'm like, What the fuck? Like, that means I should just, you know, what? I should just dress. However the fuck I want, and I just I'll just call it my aesthetic, like, and that'll be it, and I'll get away with it. I need to start doing that. I need to have an aesthetic. It's 2018. I should have an aesthetic by now. You don't have an aesthetic. I have an aesthetic. What's your aesthetic? What's your aesthetic? My aesthetic is being mysterious, not showing my pictures on my profiles anywhere. Like, um, I don't think it's very mysterious if you like tell people that you're mysterious. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm I'm muting you. Oh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, no, but um, yeah. Okay, so, but an aesthetic is more than just a social media so presence. <laughs> like you need to have your aesthetic is like also your fashion, your style too. Yep, sweatpants and hoodies everywhere. Okay. All right, so yeah. I need to come up with an aesthetic for me then. Like um, no bullshit, no bullshit. Cat. I've wore, I've worn, I've worn sweatpants or basketball shorts. For ten months straight. That should not be an aesthetic. That's just you like not dressing up. No, that's an aesthetic. No, it's not. It's like if I could just wear like my cozy clothes every day, then yeah, I I would say like yeah, duh, that's my aesthetic. No, <laughs> I disagree. That is too easy. Kat, if people know you for a certain thing, it's people know you for your basketball shorts or sweatpants. Yeah, they know me as a cozy guy. You're cozy all the time. Okay. Well, I'm going to keep working on mine. Yeah, please do. However, oh, <laughs> you know what? 
Um, another thing that I did reminds <laughs> me we um, Matt and I went to Home Goods because we're an old married couple, <laughs> but actually it was really fun. Um, we went to Home Goods and I found a box. Listen, hold on, like, pause, pause, time what? out, time, time out. What? 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 Don't don't drag Matt into the being washed department just because you're washed. Just <laughs> just because you're washed, don't don't get my guy. Don't don't bring my guy down. All right, Matt. Okay, I'm looking, so out for you. I'm looking out for you. All right, so it was my idea to go home goods, okay? How, how did I know? <laughs> I how did I know? <laughs> so anyways, if you've never been to home goods, it's um, it's like kind of a suburban nightmare, but also you have there's so many great deals. <laughs> like you we um shop around, like it's like all home furniture, like kitchen stuff, office supplies. Blah blah blah. I got this desk chair from there at Hunkas. Actually, it's styling. Anyways, I found I found a box, and I said to Matt, "This is this box encapsulates my aesthetic." Mm. It does. Okay, so the box. Let me just describe to you this box. So it's like, it's like kind of like holographic-y, like swirly, purpley, blue, pink. All right, and it's like all melty, but there's also like these streams of like silver foil. I mean, I should have been gold foil, but that's what works. And so I'm like, wow, it's perfect. Sorry, the door was wide open. Not to see. Shout out to Matt. Go edit this out. <laughs> oh my god, is she okay? Yeah, she's sitting in the room right there. Oh my god, Matt is very um, tired. <laughs> okay, um, it's all good. Our cat is safe. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so that was my trip to Home Goods. So, um, did you did you go to Tootsie's? I did not actually. I did wow. not. I did. Um, you already know. Uh, we went out to dinner, a little fancy dinner. Um, had some really tight, expensive steak that I will not pay for if I if I live by myself. Um, um. Well, let me tell you, when we went, we went on sale on Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Sale on Friday. And um, it's it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. The initial reaction that we had was kind of wild. We had people waiting, like, from all over the world that were waiting for, at, like, 9 a.m., blowing us up, like, hey, the tickets aren't on sale yet, the tickets aren't on sale yet. You know what I mean? Like, hit, blowing us up. Like, people from Australia, from the, uh, uh, the U.K., like, everywhere which just blowing us up. Um yeah, I saw I saw um, tweets that were like, "I haven't gotten the code yet. I have not gotten the code yet because if you were if you had gone to Rolling Loud like the previous years, you were you would have received um, an email code so that you can buy a ticket earlier." Right, right, right. And then, boom! Nine, uh, ten a.m. hits. Right, ten a.m. hits, and all I know is we sold over twenty thousand tickets the first day. Which, like, in retrospect, thinking about it, right? Th- this is why that's a big deal to me. I I was going through my Instagram the day before, right, of previous posts and like archiving a bunch of it, and I came across a post from the 2016 Rolling Loud. That's our second Rolling Loud, right? And uh, two weeks after we went on sale, we posted a graphic saying uh, we sold over 2,000 tickets, right? And that was like a big deal to us, like. After you know, your first day. No, after our, our first week, we sold oh. two tickets, and like that was yeah, that was like a big deal to us at the time. You know what I mean? And that was only two years ago, 
only two years ago, it wow. was a big deal to sell two thousand tickets in one week. And now look at us, like one day twenty thousand. What, what was the what was the cap two years ago? Uh sixteen thousand. Sixteen thousand. Yeah. Wow. And then how many tickets did you sell within the first hour on Friday? Uh first hour uh, damn, i don't remember oh I don't no first day was, i thought you said first was, day first it was like, day. yeah first day it was over twenty thousand tickets for sure okay that's insane yeah um it's just it was just a, a lot to bask in you know what i mean it was a lot to bask in. i never i've never uh seen a reaction like that you know what i mean a reaction like that for for a festival period um were they it, mostly um like people who've gone to Rolling Loud before, or did you get a lot of new people who had never um, been Rolling It's definitely a lot of new people. Definitely a lot of new people. Like, uh, it's so, it, it was so hot that people were like reselling it on um, StubHub for like $800,000 or shit like that. Wow. Which I'm telling everybody to listen to it now, do not buy anything off of StubHub, like any, especially festivals. Why would you do that if you could still buy it straight from the website for cheaper? People are dumb. People are dumb. Like it's not sold out. It's you can still buy it at <laughs> the yeah. regular price. Yeah, people are just dumb. But I mean, here we are now. Um, it was a crazy week. Uh, a lot of work. A lot of work that it took to us to get to this point. But we're here. We're, we're on sale. Um, we have a payment plan. Uh, a lot of people were complaining about the ticket prices. We installed a payment plan. It's really good. Like it's like a hundred with fees. With fees is like the first payment is like one hundred and fifteen, um, and then after that, every payment is like only like ninety bucks, right, a month. Is that? Um, do you save money if you just pay it all at once? Yeah, you do. You end up saving. Ends up not not much, but you end up saving all at once. Mm. Paying all at once. Yeah, I think it's like it's like twenty bucks or something like that. You pay, oh. you save, you're paying it all at once. But like honestly, like if, if it was up to me, even if I had it, I would I would do the payment plan. You know what I mean? You would do the payment plan? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. For sure. True. But I mean, um, yeah, the reactions were cool. Reactions were cool. I um will when I do my two minute tantrum, talk about things that frustrated <laughs> me a little bit. Um, but yeah, that was my week. <laughs> takes on sports um this week was a really big week in sports um it's super bowl week but we've been talking a lot about football so i kind of wanted to glaze past that and talk about another big topic this week and that is lebron james um and the potential of him joining the warriors i told cat to do some research on it and uh, let's see what she came up with. Take it away, Kat. Okay, so LeBron James, he, <laughs> he, um, you know, was really big with <laughs> Miami Heat, right? Was it the Heat when we first started? Fuck, what was it? Where did he, he start off? He started on the team that he's on right now, and he went to the Miami Heat, and then he. Okay, 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 okay. So LeBron James currently playing for Cleveland Cavaliers. He left his hometown to go to Miami Heat. This is like a few like years back. But then his hometown was super happy because he came back to Cleveland to play for the Cavaliers again. So, you know, 
people were really happy about it, blah, blah, blah. But, oh, and he actually took them to the like national championship like three years in a row, something like that, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> national <laughs> championship. What is it called? Just the championship. The it's championship. Going. The championship. So it took them there three times. And actually, they played the Golden State Warriors three of those times, too. And it's crazy because that never happens when these when two teams like play each other three times in a row. So um, that's even that makes things even crazier now that he's considering talking about going to the Warriors with Steph Curry and um, hold on, I read all of these names. What's the okay? There's four of them that are really good, and they're called Fantastic Four. And Steph Curry is one of them. <laughs> all right, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's good. yeah, yeah. Well, let me pull up my um my research. And also, things have been kind of rocky over the, with the Cavaliers because they've yeah. Been what's losing, going on with that? They've been losing a lot. Like every nationally aired game, like. I don't know. I don't remember how many there were. Cavaliers have been doing pretty badly in the past few games, and the coach and the teammates are all attributing it to a lack of trust amongst the teammates. And it's like, well, yeah, duh. You got your top guy talking about how he's thinking about, you know, maybe joining their rivals, the Golden State Warriors. Um, So I just, yeah. And apparently LeBron James has been putting in, like, not as much effort as he usually does. So um, it's just not a good look. You know what I mean? I feel bad. I feel bad for the the Cavalier fan, Cavaliers fans. He's Jose right. Royal. So, so exactly. So LeBron James brought in the first championship ever to the city of Cleveland, right? So mm-hmm. it, do you think if he leaves, if the city of Cleveland will ever recover from that? I don't know. Um, I mean, is there another? So I it just, do you think that they could? All right, let me start over. Golden State Warriors seems like if they add on LeBron James, they'll be like unstoppable to a point that's kind of annoying, right? Right, right. So if they were to ever even play the Golden State Warriors, there's like no chance that they would. I don't know. That just seems like it wouldn't stand a chance unless they. Do you think the NBA should stop LeBron from going to the Warriors? <laughs> Why? I mean, can they do that? So I saw they that have, LeBron they have James, before. They have before. I saw that LeBron James is like a free agent now. Does that mean he just can he can play with whoever he wants to play or something? So he, he's not a free agent now, but he will be at the end of the season. Okay. He's still he's um, still on the Cleveland Cavaliers, but he will be a free agent at the end of the season. I just um, so if the NBA were to say no to him, I just feel like at that point, like the trust is gone, and and LeBron is playing for a team he doesn't want to play with, and the, the Cavaliers in the team and everyone else feels kind of betrayed. So it's just kind of a lose lose situation for the Cavaliers. You know what I mean? That makes sense. So, um, also, I looked up who the Fantastic Four was. I was going to be so excited. All of a sudden, like, I was going to name all these four players, but I forgot. So, um, Steph Curry, Jamie Green, Clay Thompson, and Kevin Durant. All right, cool. Um, so, I'm thinking, all right, so you know how last week we were talking about how LeBron James was picking out his, um, his, the all-star team, whatever yeah. it's called? Mm-hmm. 
And Steph Curry was on the other side, also picking out his team. And then they did not televise them picking out their teammates. I wonder if Steph Curry and LeBron, if they were like talking about how fun it'd be to play together. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if like you just came to the Warriors? Yeah, and they were yeah, like legal like... and stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just and I feel kind of I. I'm not necessarily like a Cavaliers fan or even a Warriors fan, but I just feel kind of salty about LeBron, like that he would do that. And he, it doesn't seem like he's been with the Cavaliers very long, like when he returned to them. No, no. And you know what? I'll say this as a fan of basketball in general, if LeBron does leave to go to the Cavaliers, I mean, to go to the Warriors, I'll stop watching basketball. It's, it's no point in watching because you already know who's going to win. Yeah. They have all the really good people in there. Um, Dwayne Wade is in, Cav- in the Cavaliers, right? Yeah, he is. he is. Is he good? No, not anymore. Okay, so I found out that he's married to Gabrielle Union. And as I was researching, I like went a totally opposite rabbit hole. And so I was like reading about Gabrielle Union and stuff. How she eats butt. She eats butt? He eats his butt. You know what? Good for her. You know, they found <laughs> something that they both enjoy or, you know, and then they're doing it. So anyways, um, did not get that far in my rabbit hole search. <laughs> rabbit hole search. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, I don't know. I would I would understand why someone would kind of lose interest in NBA in the NBA because, like, it, it's yeah, a, I'll it's start, like, I'll watching tennis or something. Baseball? I already, I mean, I'm already, you already know, Yankees, not number one team. But that's about it. I don't watch anything else but the Yankees. Oh, man. Once baseball season hits, I feel like Wilson and I are going to get into uh, fights. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. Let's hold hold off on talking about that. Let's hold off. Okay. So, um, yeah, this is Cat Takes on Sports. Yeah. Um, we get we do got to run through these Grammy shit. But just, like, let's just run through it, though. Okay. So, um, we, if you listen to, we posted our predictions, our Grammy predictions on our Facebook page. And um, hopefully you got to check that out while we were watching the Grammys. Wow. Um, Cat was watching the Grammys. Well, so I was watching the Royal Rumble. Shout out to Shinsuke Nakamura for winning the Royal Rumble and Asuka for winning the Women's Royal Rumble. Ronda Rousey made her debut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it was like super anticlimactic. Um, okay. Yeah. So, we're just going to run through this. So, the best rap song for songwriting, we thought it was going to be Story of OJ. Well, it was not. <laughs> It was, oh shit. It was um, Loyalty by Kendrick and Rihanna. You know, I, I remember you, you text me saying that, that. Oh, that... just kidding. It was Humble. Sorry. It was Humble by Kendrick. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. Sorry. But they did win a, they did win a, um, an award together. And then the next one was best rap performance. I thought it was going to be Humble. Wilson thought it was going to be Bodak Yellow. And the winner was 
Humble by Kendrick Lamar. So I won. <laughs> I'm gonna just bold my name really quick. Best, <laughs> best rap slash song performance. Wilson convinced me that it was gonna be Family Feud by Jay-Z and Beyonce oh, because on. he was like- <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Before you hit it, hit it with the Wilson convinced me, let's, let's, let, let's, let's state the facts that you, I'm, I didn't pick for you, you picked yourself. Okay, yes, yes, this is true. Well, it was going to be a family feud, but it was actually Loyalty by Kendrick Lamar and Rihanna. So I was totally happy. Kat texted me like that, that Kendrick and Rihanna won, like she, like she picked them. <laughs> like she picked them to win. <laughs> she didn't even pick them to win. So best rap album. Um, I thought it was going to be Damn by Kendrick Lamar and Wilson thought it was going to be 444 by Jay-Z. Guess who won best rap album? Damn, by Kendrick Lamar. Damn. Gonna go ahead and bold my name in that category. All right. Then best R&B performance. We thought it was gonna be that's what sh that's um that's what I like. R and B performance, and we were right. It was that's what I like. Good job to us. High five. Are you high five me back? Cool. Cool, he did. He actually put up his hands. Best traditional R&B performance. We thought it was going to be Redbone. And it was. Hold that again. Best R&B song. Redbone. Let's see. That's what I like. You were not correct. Which I think is weird, because that's what I like. It's not sound like a traditional R&B song, but whatever. Um... Best Urban Contemporary Album. That was going to be Control. And it was actually, wait, what the fuck? It was, it was this? Starboy. I don't remember this. It was Starboy. Well, Starboy, yeah. Shout out to The Weeknd. Hey. So you're still both wrong. <laughs> best I, that, but I, If we go back to the episode, I did say that that was the best album on that list, though. Okay. Best R&B Album. 24 Care Magic. We were both right. Um, best pop solo performance was Shape of You. And I'm pretty sure we were right. Um, wait, best. Yeah, Shape of You. People were upset about that. I don't know why. It was like oh, really obvious to me that they were, who's going to win. Huh? Song's fire. People are haters. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I thought it was really obvious that he was going to win. Best pop duo slash group performance. I thought it was going to be Despacito. And Wilson thought it was going to be something just like this by, um, uh, what are they called? Coldplay Chase. and who? Chainsmokers, right? Um, but let's see what it was. Pop duo. It was, whoa. What? What? Oh, we both lost. It was feel, it's the winner of the pop duo slash group performance. It was Feel It Still by Portugal, the man. Wow, you're off. That's surprising. I don't know best, what this is. Best pop album was Divide by Ed Sheeran. So we were correct. Best new artist. Don't even have to look that one up. It was Leslie Cara. Um, she got so much shit from that because she really didn't deserve to win that. She, she should have won like a few years ago when her album actually did come out and she was actually new. But I just knew that she was like the biggest out of all the new artists, which obviously like kind of is a testament to how she shouldn't have one. But um, 
Yeah. Let, let's put let's put Kendrick Lamar in that category too. <laughs> um, then song of the year. Song of the year. We thought it was gonna be one eight hundred. Blah 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 blah. Um, by Logic. Sorry, I do not know the numbers. That's probably really important. But um, song of the year went to "That's What I Like" by Bruno. Then album of the year. I thought it was gonna be "Damn." Wilson thought it was going to be 24 Karat Magic. And the winner was 24 Karat Magic. Record of the year. We both thought it was going to be Despacito. But it was indeed 24 Karat Magic. There's a lesson to be learned here. What is a lesson? Never, never doubt Bruno. Yeah, that's true. I, I think it's just because he's like universally liked, you know, like he, he if you like R&B, I mean, I know this is a complicated, but overall, if you like R&B, you probably like his album. But if you like pop, you probably liked his album. If you like, you know, you know what I mean? So it's like if you're able to like tap into pop and those other like other genres of music, then you're going to be the most popular one. I'll say this. I feel like he wouldn't have won as many awards if he was treated as a pop artist, not an R&B artist. Oh, no. I agree. Because then he wouldn't have gotten all those R&B. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm saying he, if you put him up against those pop categories, he wouldn't have won all those either. Um, I don't know. I feel like maybe he could have been a good contender. Sheeran? Nah, I don't think so. I think he could have been a good contender against Ed Sheeran. Maybe. But, did, but, but I'm saying he wouldn't have won all of them. Because mm. he, he won everything he was nominated for, basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? He wouldn't have, he wouldn't have swept, for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I think I did pretty well. You got one more than I did. Um. No. I got one, two, three more than you did. And then you got get one that I didn't get. Huh? Yeah, you you got one more total than I got. All right, I'm going to screenshot this list, and I'm going to send it to Wilson after that we record. But so we're now moving into two-minute tantrum. I think Wilson's going to just talk about how I'm a hater, but no. Okay. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Yeah, you can go first. Okay. Starting now. Okay. So Instagram, I have a love-hate relationship with it because on one hand, you know, you can push art. You can make friends with people. You can get inspired, especially when you're an artist because you see all these beautiful artwork. No. Unfortunately, there are people out there that really only see Instagram as a way to like collect followers and they will go on your page and say things like, love your profile, great pick, keep it up. Just really generic shit like that. And it's like, obviously you haven't even like, have you even scrolled, like seen my whole profile? Like, why are you saying this? It's so fake. It's just so that you'll go to their profile and hit follow too. Or there are people who will like fall, start following you and like, like, yeah, they seem pretty cool. And they'll follow them. And then once they get that follow back, boom, they drop you. And it's so sad. It's like, wow, I thought we could have been friends. You know what? You're missing out because I'm a great friend to have. And anyways, um, yeah, Instagram is just, again, these hoes ain't loyal. 
can't trust anyone out here. Um, they're just doing what they got to do to build up their own follower number. And it's stupid. It's so stupid. It's just like, can't we all just like show appreciation for other people's art and stuff without like being fake about it? Come on. And so now I'm just kind of like, if you really like my art, then that's cool. But if you don't, then get out of here. Like, don't even try to like suck up or compliment my work. Get out of here because I know that you're just trying to get me to follow you and it's stupid. It's just Instagram. <laughs> it's just, it's just an app, people. Okay. Like, let's just have fun with it. But no, you're ruining it for everyone because you're trying to make it into this whole thing where, with your ratios, your numbers, and I'm done. I'm giving up on it. And I have my 31 fake lady profiles now. You know, I don't need you. So, yep. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. That, that was That was pretty deep. It seems like you have a big animosity towards um on instagram i've been doing the I, I started doing my like art instagram with the lettering i started it like maybe almost three years ago so i've seen i've seen some things wilson you've been through it all I've been <laughs> through it all. all right i'm starting mine right now so my my two minute tantrum this week is going to be about all the haters in the comments and messaging section about Rolling Loud. So here's my thing, right? Well, one thing that I see everybody complaining about is, oh my gosh, that's such a good lineup, but how come you guys didn't add Drake, Kanye West, ASAP Rocky, um, and God? <laughs> God on it. Like, how, how would it be possible? What do you think the budget is $30 million that we could just add every single person that you want to hear on it? We might as well go ahead and add the Beatles. Let's dig them up, the dead ones too. Just add them on there too. What kind of logic is that? Do you not understand that this is this has to be done properly from top to bottom? You know what I mean? And like, another thing that bothered me is like, oh my gosh, it's so expensive. I can't believe that you guys sold out. I remember I bought my first Rolling Loud ticket for 100 bucks. Well, yeah, our lineup sucked back then compared to now. Of course you bought it for 100 bucks. <laughs> compared to now. Yeah, absolutely. Like, look at the difference. Cat, when we're done here, I'm going to send you the flyer from the first Rolling Loud. And you're going to see the difference. The difference. Our, our, like, top biggest acts, right, like, aren't even in, like, the first or second line. Like, ASAP Ferg was, like, on the top line. He's, like, on the third line on this lineup. You know what I mean? Like, come on! It was it's it's such a big difference. It's such a big difference. We took we took what we had back then. We grew on it, and we're here now. So yeah, if if you want if you want to um pay for a hundred dollars to go to a festival, then yeah, sure, enjoy. Well, hold on. Actually, pause it. I was about to talk shit about another festival, and I told myself 2018, I am not going to do that. Respect to all the festivals. Fuck you if you have something bad to say about ours. That's my two-minute tantrum. Wow. <laughs> Officially exclusive. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. So, yeah. And you know what? They're always going to be the naysayers, the negative Nancys in the comments, I've realized. So, but as you said earlier, 20,000 tickets have already been sold. So, and it's probably just going to keep going up. And it's going to be more a good than, time. More than 20,000. It was like yeah. more than 20,000 the first day. We're like already on the third day. 
I want to give yeah. a quick birthday shout out to Killer Cam Cameron. You know what I mean? We booked set, so it's, it's it's fitting that I say happy birthday to Cameron. Are you gonna send this to him? Nah, but I'm gonna listen to Cameron all day. Um, I think it's also time to move into our cringe moment of the week. Cringe moment of the week. Oh, cringe moment of the week. We have two for you guys this week. Yes. So the first one, okay, we're gonna do the Dr. Phil one first. We have two. Um, we're gonna do Dr. Phil first. In this clip, um, it's you know, it seems like we're on the brink of another of a very dramatic episode where this girl is just she's on the brink of tears. Um, but yeah. But Dr. Phil just realizes, you know, he's not gonna have it and he actually shuts it down. <laughs> so here's the clip. You say that you truly think it's the love story of the century. Really? I do, yes. I'm writing a book about it, actually. It's the love story of the century, but you've never physically met. No, sir. And y'all can oh. laugh at me. It's fine. I will be your spectacle. I will be your laughing, laughing spectacle. You can all laugh at me. It's well, fine. you know what? I think we're just going to shut this down because I'm not into all this melodrama and you playing the victim and everything. So you're, you're saying the audience is, is making a spectacle out of you. That's not what I'm about. That's not what I do. I, I, I had you come here to help you. Cool. And you're saying people are ridiculing, making fun of you. You're going to be a spectacle. I, I don't want to be any part of that. So I'm, not I'm sorry. So you know what? Uh, it's th this is just gone in a really bad direction. I'm going to talk with Jasmine. I'm going to talk with your mother, and I'm just going to let you head on home and go because is there I'm not going to play. I can say to fix this. I'm no, so sorry. No, this all of this melodrama about ridiculing the audience and they can laugh at you and all that. I don't play those kind of games. You're very manipulative and. I, I just, I'm not interested in all of that, so. I apologize that I offended you in any way, shape, or form. That was never my intention. Well, you certainly I... have. I'm not doing this. So when we were first watching, when I first sent this to Wilson, you said something about the Catch Me Outside girl. Yeah, honestly, like, I feel, I feel like um, Dr. Phil was just protecting himself because he saw how the Catch Me Outside girl kind of launched off of the audience reactions and like, you know what I mean? And how the video went viral. So to make sure that doesn't happen again, I feel like he had to, he had to pull the plug on it. Um, I always, I figured that more of these dramatic people um, would actually help Dr. Phil with his ratings. No? Well, the, the problem is, is like the people that, the, the, the people that got attracted to the Catch Me Outside girl going viral are not the people that Dr. Phil wants to reach. Like Dr. Phil's show is like in the old people time of watching TV, like at 1 p.m., 2 p.m. during the weekdays where like all the old people are watching TV. You know what I mean? Like his demo is not the Cash Me Outside Girls demo. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like that just so, that just so happened to go viral, but it didn't really help his ratings. You, you know what I mean? It didn't, it didn't really help his ratings at all. The only time that it actually helped was when she came back on the show. Oh, yeah. Um, I was watching it and I was like, <laughs> when she goes to the audience and she's like, you know, all these audience people, they're like judging me and stuff. And like, 
it's like she's trying to get a rise out of them, but like literally no one was reacting to what she was saying. And it's like you're obviously just trying to make this right. more of a situation. Exactly. Like, like like she 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 was fishing. She was fishing for it for sure. Can we move into the Tom Brady video now? All right. Yeah, we we got another one for you, and this one might be as cringy or even more. We'll let you I decide. Think, I think it is the cringiest thing I've seen so far in 2018. Oh wait, really quick, what's happening? Tom Brady's son is coming in, asking if he can check on something, his fantasy football league or whatever. And Tom Brady's like, where's my kiss? <laughs> so here it is. What's up? Oh, hello. I was wondering if I could check my fantasy team. What do I get? <laughs> you know, Jack, everything comes at a cost, but That was like a peck. Who's your fantasy quarterback, Jack? Not Cam his Newton. dad. Cam Newton. Mm, not having his dad. A good game. Good Cam Newton's having a good game. <laughs> yeah. Are the comments still here? Yeah. So <laughs> you can kind of hear some of the comments that were being like, that was just a peck. And even when you watch it, it's even worse because you can see like exactly how long they're kissing. Tom Brady and the son are kissing on the lips. Mind you, they're kissing on the lips as Tom Brady is getting a massage. <laughs> it's just it's just kind of weird. Like Tom Brady's laying there shirtless while he's getting a massage. And um, that's who says in the video, he's like, everything has a price. That's a masseuse. And then you see in the video, the kid leaning down and he's like, kissing for kind of a long time the second time. And um, after the kiss, you can see the son like wiping his mouth. And it's like, oh, how wet was that kiss that he had to wipe his mouth? Um, yeah. Did you? Yeah, that, it was definitely disturbing for sure. Was that a, is that a thing in your in your family? No, kissing on the no, lips. No. No, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I I I don't want to say it, Kat. I don't want to say it, but you know. Yeah, I don't know. I was, uh, that was <laughs> never a thing when I was growing up. Um, I mean, I guess I don't want to like. I never want to like judge people's families, whatever, or other people. Mm-hmm. But um, no, that made me feel like what that guy in the video said, quite uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know, there's, not for me, not for me. But and now we're gonna, I'm gonna see him um, at the Super Bowl. So he'll probably be laying on more kisses, kisses there, unfortunately. You know, I hope, no, I was gonna say I hate I hate the Patriots so much that I was about to say something about his son. I just don't I, I don't even want to say it anymore. We move out of this. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to dive into the deep end. Of, All he of, wanted to do was check on his fantasy football league stuff. Yeah, you know what? I hope his son doesn't draft him on his fantasy football team. <laughs> I hope his son decides to pick another quarterback. Um. Jake, Jake, uh, what's his face? Fuck, I need to, my sports knowledge would be a lot better if I could actually remember all these people's names. I'll be working on it. Jake Jor- Jordal, Jordals, the guy. Blake, Blake, Blake Jordals. Blake Bortles. <laughs> Jake Jordals. That's, a, that's, that's, Blake, a, that's Blake Bortles' evil twin. That's Jake it. Okay, I got confused because if you watch The Good Place, you'll understand why I got confused. But, um, so yes. Um, also, Shifting gears here, um, we're only a couple weeks away, or less than that, from Valentine's Day. 
Yes, yes. Um, I told Kat I want to compile a R&B slash Valentine's Day themed playlist. Um, I want to make it long. I, I don't want this to be part of the officially legit jams. I want it to be separate. And I want to make sure we give it to you guys before Valentine's Day. You know, direct, direct some vibes for you guys. Yes, we're, it's going to be longer than our usual playlist. So instead of 30, we're going to have 50 songs. And they're just going to be songs for um, for the holiday. <laughs> and it's going to be good stuff. Um, I, I almost said get you in the mood, but I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. <laughs> don't make it weird. Don't make it weird, cat. I, I feel like I say that to myself every, um, every day. But it's going to be great. It's going to be really good. Yeah, if you have any suggestions, please uh, feel free to leave it. Yes. Um, yeah, this is episode 23. Michael Jordan number. The Michael Jordan episode. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter at 2Official2Legit. Um, listen to our uh, Spotify and Apple Music playlist, Officially Legit Jams. Um, make sure you subscribe and leave a review. A comment on SoundCloud and uh, on iTunes for, so that we can get a little more visibility. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat at WZ Happening. Please, if you follow me on Snapchat, don't leave no weird shit like Shorty did because I will block you. But said news, that's always fire. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and at Catlim Design. I'm looking at you, fake lady profiles, you're always welcome there. And you can find me on Facebook under Cat Lim. So yes, please um, leave us a review on iTunes and follow us on follow us on Spotify too with our playlist, so that you are always updated whenever in your feed whenever um, we update it. So yeah, thanks for checking yeah. us out. Maybe next week we'll actually hit that topic. You never know. You never know. All right. Spotify? See you guys next week. Okay. Nah, we'll, we'll, hit, we'll hit the topic of the 20 year old shit. Okay. Let's redo the ending. <laughs> See, See you guys next, next week. week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's redo Okay, you go. See you next week. See ya. What do I get? That was like a peck. <laughs>